0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Feel Better with Tara Styles. I'm Tara Styles, and welcome to the show. Yay! All right, today, oh, I've got something to share, and first off, I'm okay. <laughs> I'm okay. I know you all are so kind and generous, so I just want to preface this with I'm okay, in all the ways I'm okay. A couple weeks ago, I was home alone here in our house in Southern Illinois. And Mike and Daisy were out for a bike ride, and we had a home invasion. And I want to share this, not just to share something scary happened to me. Oh, my goodness, so much drama. But there's a big piece of me that wants to share with you, because I know, I know in my gut and in my mind and my brain as well, that my practice helped me get through this moment in time that this invasion was happening in our home and also in the moments after, immediately after, and the days after and, and all of these future days beyond now to come as well. So the details, the story, what happened was... Uh, I was up in our yoga studio here where I do work and make yoga videos and send emails and hang around, all these things. And I went downstairs to use the bathroom. And I have a habit of locking the bathroom door because (laughs) Daisy always, if you have little ones around you, maybe they do this too. I know this isn't an uncommon thing. They come in a lot. So I just lock it and then she kind of thinks that's a joke sometimes and, and goes away. I wasn't sure if Daisy and Mike were still on their bike ride or not. Sometimes they go downstairs and play. Sometimes they're hanging around outside. So I wasn't sure of their location. So I just kind of out of habit, pull the door and lock it anyway. But what I did this time was pulled it and I kind of locked it, but I didn't really lock it, I suppose. I just pulled it shut. So I was going to the bathroom, not a big deal. And all of a sudden the handle went down and I assumed it was Daisy and this sort of a quick mama reflex, like don't come in on me right now, (laughs) reached to the door and I locked it with my one hand. I turned the little lock and I said nothing just instinctually. I said nothing. I listened Because usually she says, mama, mama, can I come in? Whatever, what are we going to play? All these things, they just kind of keep going. But I heard nothing, which was unusual. And then I heard a few footsteps, which weren't her little pitter-patter, running quickly footsteps. And I was really lucky, just sheer luck, that I had my phone with me. And Mike and I have these, where is my phone location on So my instinct said, check that. So I I checked at his phone, checked his number on my phone and looked at the little, where's the blue dot? Where's your phone? And it was not in the house. It was was several (laughs) roads away out on a bike ride. I thought, well, Mike's not on a bike ride without Daisy. So somebody is in this house. Somebody is trying to get into the bathroom for some reason. And somebody is now walking around this house. Oh my gosh. So this point, I stop going to the bathroom. I just sit on the floor away from the door, just instinctually, put my knees up and start texting Mike. Please come home. There's someone in the house. Please come home. There's someone in the house. He doesn't respond. I keep hearing a few footsteps and then nothing then I hear nothing, but I'm I'm not moving a muscle. At this point, I, I think in my kind of replaying the steps of just what happened, that there's a chance that this person doesn't know that I'm in the bathroom. Although logically that doesn't really make sense because why would a bathroom door be locked if no one was in it? But there was a chance that they didn't see or feel somebody locking the door. They just went to to open it, and it was locked. So I'm thinking, okay, I have this one possibility that somebody might be in the house, but they don't know that I'm here. Okay, but let's just sit tight. So I'm sitting tight. At this point, my heart rate is very high, beating out of my chest feeling. My hands are shaking, so I'm having a lot of this physical reaction, but I, as best as I can, don't breathe. I make no noise and try literally not to breathe. And I try not to think about what might happen next. So I'm just there. I'm there. I'm there. I'm there. I'm texting Mike. I start calling him. He doesn't pick up. I think about, should I call the police? And then this is my one, probably, I'm sure there's more, but one that I know of mistake. I should have called the police, but I didn't because I've never called the police before and had a little bit of hesitance there. I thought, well, Mike will come home. He can take care of this. He can get Daisy out and and then he can call the police if he, you know, finds the person, whatever. I thought, you know, Mike <laughs> essentially is the police as well. So I thought, you know, i just let Mike handle it. Just let, just let Mike handle it. But the reason why I didn't call the police is... And this is so silly of me, a non-safety thing. This is bad. I'm not saying do what I did, but this is bad. But my brain said, don't call the police because if you make a phone call and the dispatcher picks up and says, 911, what's your emergency? That person will be able to hear that. And then I'll have to speak in a whisper, which will still be audible if there's someone right outside the door aiming to do me harm. So I just, I didn't do it. I didn't call. So I waited and waited and waited. I was in there. Mike didn't answer his phone. he was in his pocket. We have a policy now. Ringers on when we're not together. (laughs) Yes. It was about 15 to 20 minutes locked in the bathroom until I hear our garage door open and I hear Daisy's voice and I hear Mike's voice and I call him and then he picks up and I say, there's someone in the house, get Daisy out. There's someone in the house, get Daisy out. And he does, he gets Daisy out and he comes and gets me We go outside, he calls the police. The police show up very quickly, which I was so impressed by. They came out, several cars, they brought a dog and everything and they filed this whole formation and went to the whole house and it was very reassuring and they found no one. So the guess of what happened from the police, and this makes sense to me as well, because this door was open, was this door that basically leads to one of the bedrooms, to a hallway, to the bathroom, was left open. And this person came up from the back of the house and went in and tried this door. They didn't take anything, which was weird. Nothing was missing, but someone was in our house and I was home alone. And that's super weird. And a big violation, a big uh, reaction. But I'm sharing this not to seek dramatic interaction and sympathy and all of that. And I'm fine, really. I'm I'm fine. (laughs) And I know what to do if days and weeks go by and I'm not fine. So really thank you for your in advance for your for your well wishes. But I wanted to share this because in that moment where I was panicking, I couldn't stop myself from panicking. That reaction was happening, but I knew the best things that I could do to keep myself safe. And I was just lucky that nothing else happened to me. I feel very lucky and fortunate. So this isn't a yoga saved my life story. This is a Practicing awareness, noticing how I feel and noticing what's happening around me led me to make better choices and less mistakes in a very challenging situation, which is something that we talk about in yoga all the time. When something's simple, practice doing it really, really well. When something's challenging, don't force, don't jump, don't rush. Practice doing it really, really well. And then this awareness practice is notice what's happening with yourself. And at the same time, notice what's happening around you. So there's a lot of different techniques with yoga and they can all have different benefits and results. I've always been drawn to this, notice what's happening around you. Be safe when you're crossing the street, notice who you should go talk to at a party Notice what's happening as best as you can for safety reasons, but also for making better choices in life reasons. And I know there's yoga techniques that are all about drawing the senses inward, withdrawing from society to retreat into yourself. And just to be honest, I've never been drawn to those kinds of practices. I've always existed in my own life, and my own circumstances, where I need to watch out for myself. I would like to also watch out for the people around me. So this practice of meditation and specifically the East Asian healing arts like Tai Chi and Shiatsu and Ayurveda all teach us awareness about ourselves and also awareness about what's happening around us, what's going on in the environment. Mike's background, it's a little bit secretive, but a lot of the reason why he's so good at moving around and noticing what's happening and getting involved or putting himself in between somebody and somebody else in all kinds of different situations is that Tai Chi training that can be for all kinds of challenging situations. And he probably doesn't want me to say anything else besides that. Oh, that's probably frustrating for him. But I've learned that from Tai Chi. I've learned that from Sam Berland and Shiatsu. If you want to make a good connection with somebody else, you need to make a good connection with yourself first. I wasn't trying to make a good connection with this person invading our home. But I was doing my best to take care of myself and not make any mistakes or make as little mistakes as possible so I have the best chance of staying as safe as possible in this situation. And when fear started running through my head, yeah, I definitely had this list of this could happen, this could happen, this could happen. And my biggest fear was, If Daisy comes home and something happens to her, this is why I kept texting Mike, get Daisy out, get Daisy out, get Daisy out. (sighs) But the best result from a horrible situation happened. Everybody was safe in the end. And, And that's it, really. This practice of noticing yourself, noticing what's going on with you, and then extending that to what's happening around you. That's something you can practice when you're doing yoga. That's something you can practice when you're meditating. And that's something you can practice when you're literally doing anything else. I practiced it in the middle of a home invasion. (laughs) It's so wild, but it helped me. It helped me feel better as my body was going through these intense emotions. It helped me make better decisions. And it helps me all the time in all kinds of little decisions and big decisions, mostly when there's nothing going terribly wrong. Mostly when it's about how to manage my day. What am I gonna eat today? Who am I gonna talk to? What projects am I gonna work on? How am I going to take better care of myself today so I can go and take better care of Daisy and Mike and our community and anywhere else I can get involved with? How can I do that better? Those are the normal, the easier things. We hope they're easier. But I share this because I know a lot of you have been through intense moments, whether it's home invasion or an attack or an accident or trauma of really any kind. And this isn't a solution, of course, just some thoughts. And it can't hurt to do this practice, right? Notice how you feel, notice what's going on with you, and then extend your awareness to what's going on around you. It's really useful. It's been so useful for me to navigate everything. If I'm in a big city, if I'm in a small city, what's going on? Oh, there's a little ladybug on the ground. I can go talk to the ladybug or, oh, that person over there looks like they need some help. If I'm too much in my own world and my own stuff, I'm never gonna notice the beauty of the world. I'm never gonna notice the mistakes I could easily make. I'm never gonna notice hardly anything because I'll be wrapped up in myself So just a simple thought on awareness practice. Notice how you feel. Notice what's going on with you. And then extend that awareness to noticing what's happening around you. What are the sounds? What are the smells? What's the light like? Is there movement around you? What's going on? and then come right back to noticing what's happening with you. Let me know if this is useful for you at all. We practice this way all the time without the conversation about specific applications and dramatic situations on the Strala Yoga app and our yoga practice So we do this in a gentle way. We do this in a more challenging way and kind of everywhere in between. So feel free to come over and practice with us there. You can get the Strala Yoga app wherever you get your apps. And most importantly, take good care of you. Let me know any way I can help with anything I can be useful for. Makes me happy to do that. So big hugs. Thanks so much for listening. Share this with any friends that you feel could use this practice and see you soon.